Now, proud partner of the Clydesdale Media, this is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Hey guys, before we start this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing line that proceeds of the shirts and tanks and everything else goes to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. So um, this all came about with me and seeing a five-year-old girl in the emergency department uh, that had new onset of diabetes. So uh, just take a look at the website. It's www type1lifting.com so just check it out if you don't buy anything that's perfectly fine uh, I would just like for you just to take a look and just see what we have so like I said before www.type1lifting.com and guys I hope you enjoy the show hey guys we have a new sponsor for the type 1 lifting podcast the company's called Liberté Lifestyle so Liberté is a French word meaning freedom and the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner, um, Nicole, on my podcast on episode 28, so if you want to go back and listen to her, um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company, which is pretty cool. So uh, they actually have knee sleeves, wrist wraps, shirts, shorts. Uh, love the knee sleeves. I have the ice cream knee sleeves, and I love them so much. They haven't the neoprene's still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I've had in the past. Uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys too. So it's all capital letters, T-Y-P-E, and the number one. So it's type one. So go to LibertéLifestyle.com. Uh, check out what they have in the store. Use the promo code type one and save some coin. Now let's go to the episode. All right, guys, welcome to the second episode of the Touch and Go Gang News Cycle. So I want to thank everybody for coming on. Uh, got Xander Fallick, Hannah Hardy, Vic Rodriguez, and myself, Thomas Lennon. Thank you for joining on to the podcast. And this whole thing, we just started it, and we're like, screw it, just do it. That's my motto. And just talk about news and everything all about CrossFit, which is a sport we all love so much. So There's been news? Like what happened? Oh my God. Bang. Like for the first like two weeks, like after, right after that first episode we did, like all hell broke loose. Like what happened? It was like the day after it's like, good Lord. But before we start with that, I have some late breaking news. Um, I am part of the noble club. I just bought a pair of noble shoes. So the tie dye version, my wife, okay. my wife, my okay. wife, gave, my wife gave me a gift card. So I wanted to try them out. Nice. So, so I, I like them go. so far. What? Not bad. So I'll, I'll, I haven't worked out yeah. with them yet. So we'll see what happens. I they just do not fit my feet well. That's all I like. I tell people that. Like people are like, "Oh, you don't like them?" I'm like, "They didn't fit my feet. I'm not against them. They didn't fit." Um, I'm I'm also just an unadulterated like shoe whore. So I will wear just about anything. <laughs> well, I just want if I ever go to the CrossFit Games, they just want to be part of the club. Since it's no You're not going this year. No, but there's I, there's no way. My way. So here's the story. So I haven't seen my parents in like two two years, roughly, because like COVID and stuff like that. My dad's like, my dad's like, they're all like super anal because my dad gets like pneumonia like all the time and stuff like that. In in like, I'm a diabetic and I'm like, just like we don't want you guys to get sick together. So I was like, I asked my wife. I'm like, hey, you know, there's like two months before this CrossFit thing in Wisconsin. Do you think I can go? And she's like, this. 
you haven't seen your parents in two years and you want to go to this CrossFit event. And I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> Historically, Harry Potter's parents died as a baby. Yeah. And so, so, I, was, <laughs> so, I, so I was like, okay, I'm not, I won't go, but I, I'm, I'm my goal. My goal this year for next year is to get hit Wadapalooza. That's, that's the main, because I've, I, I've actually heard from other news, comp, news groups, um, that it's really hard to get in touch with the athletes over there. So, I mean, it's even hard getting podcasts done in there too, as well. So it's like, you're just sitting on the sidelines and you may give like, you know, yeah. Craig Ritchie a high five. And that's pretty much just a year, whole experience of the weekend. So it, I don't think it's really beneficial for me to even go compared to Wadapalooza where everyone doesn't really care. Yeah. It's more of yeah. like the competition is a side piece of everybody having a good time. And then the games is yeah, like the equate, like it's the games is a business. And like, this is my livelihood. Wadapalooza happens to have some fitness, but all my friends are there and I can relax. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe next year. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But uh, since you're on the top, top left, Xander, how was, how was your couple of weeks? Uh, man, it was a blur. Um, so we talked, oh, I was in Mississippi. Then I came home. Then I went to Pennsylvania for 10 days to see my parents because I hadn't seen them since Christmas. Like, not trying to like, I just don't go home. Yeah, I don't go home either. Barely. So. So I made a lot of country club fitness. It was pretty cool. Like I was using a rogue squat rack and like people were like, what is this guy loading up three plates on this? Like people do 135 and no quarter squats. Like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> they used to, they used to the bro splits. Yeah. They're very much like he's doing, I, I did a rowing thruster workout and people were like, what, what is he doing? Like what, what is going on? He's, he's, <laughs> He's broken. He's broken yeah. the system. And yeah. then the best is every day I would go in to look at the rower to warm up. Always put on the tent. First thing first, you know they don't know what they're doing when the rower damper is on a tent. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's like the like typical like personal trainer like warm up that I used to get. It was like you sat on the rower for five minutes, knocked it up the tent, and I was just like, why does it have to be this hard? There's other yeah. there's other settings. I could I could go faster. <laughs> doesn't make a difference. Doesn't it just hurts more. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Hannah, how has your past couple of weeks been? I obviously like, are you like just kind of on like, not vacation mode, but you kind of like more at a like relaxed state for like training wise and how's school going? Um, well, I'm, it's like, I'm like half in a off season phase. So just like focusing a lot on technique, gymnastics, progressions, things like that. Um, I also have grid league and oh, I that's my, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had my first match last weekend and then I have my second match this upcoming weekend. So we won our first match, which was awesome. We went against, um, pretty much the top team in the South. So the pot is it the palms, right? It is the palms. See, I follow grid league. I, We're gonna, I follow okay, guys. We got to do a podcast on grid league because I, one, I can't believe it still exists. And two, <laughs> everything, <laughs> it's like, it's like cool, but I don't understand <laughs> it. Cause it looks great on Instagram but I don't know anything else about it. Well, you, you could listen to Hannah's first podcast with me. Cause she talks all about it. And then, uh, Briley Hansen was on my podcast too, as well. So we talk about that. And then I have a bunch of other people that were on it too. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Briley knows so much more than I do because she's been a part of it for so many years. I mean, this is my third and I feel like I've been like in like so many iterations of grid, 
Um, I really liked it. I mean, like this is actually, you know, I get to actually start the season off with my team. So it was awesome being with them. I did have a nasty fall from the rings. Um, so my knee really hurts right now. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I'm just super stoked for our next match because it's against probably the uh, next best team in our division in the North. So it's like, you know, top two teams go head to head, like super early in the season. So I'm super stoked to compete this weekend, but yeah, I also so have two board exams the morning before. So, or so the, you morning passed the last one, congrats, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Nice thank job. You. Yeah. So that, that last competition was at a convention center, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, a, it, it had like all different sports from, I mean, there was like MMA, there was, there was jousting that was randomly there. <laughs> Uh, there's a powerlifting, kickboxing, uh, huh? Was there kickboxing? I've done it like that, like those fitness festivals where they like put on competitions and have it. Those are fun. No, and like it was, it was so crazy. And we were, so we were like the last, um, we were the last match of the day. So I think like by that point, everybody was just like, I mean, they had like no choice but to kind of come over and see, like, what are these people doing? Which was really cool. Um, and there's also like we we're like right beside the powerlifters, and the powerlifters were just staring at us, which was awesome. I was just like, "Hello!" Like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just here to fitness fast, and they're like, "I'm here to do nine lifts." That's it. So, so, uh, but that was awesome. And I mean, school is school. I'm ready to graduate. I like it. Well, I mean, like you said, I passed part two boards, which is awesome. And then I have. Um, uh, two more board exams Saturday morning. So, you know, we're just cooking there, but other than that, things are good. Yeah. So th are those the last two board exams that you have to do, or is there like a couple more? Um, I have one, I have one more national board exam that's in November, and then I'll have to take, uh, the Georgia law exam at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's kind of like on my own time. Okay. All right. All you right. Say cool. law? Yeah. Thing? Like, yeah, so I know like what I can do in the state of Georgia, chiropractic wise, and I don't get sued because that's a, okay. a common thing. Yes, especially down here. Okay. So, yes. yeah. So, uh, so, so, Vic, you were at uh, James Townsend uh, camp. So, how was that, and how was the rest of your week going? Oh man, uh, <laughs> we could have a whole conversation about this, but the the actual TBO camp volume four was absolutely amazing um so many great athletes the environment the culture just everyone being there it was just it, it's it's everything that you want in your training each day mm -hmm. want to have that that vibe of everyone just trying to push be better learn more just always being curious like we had no problem starting up the day. Like, you know, when you go into a regular affiliate class, say, hey guys, time to the workout, get together. And everyone's still dawdling and running around. When we started, everyone had the same mentality. We're here to work. So as soon as it, hey guys, let's wrap, let's, um, let's circle up. Boom. It was a swarm. And all right, let's go through warmups. No questions. We already, we knew what we needed to do. Okay, listen up, shut up keep moving. And then also throughout the, throughout the lifts, throughout the, you know, the training pieces, ask questions after reflect, you know, okay. Now, 
go cool down, go get some food. We'll come back in a couple hours, start another session. The volume in the camp is pretty crazy, but again, um, it's not stupid volume. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a healthy amount of volume that you as an athlete have to be honest with yourself and say, Hey, what can I do to get the same, get the right stimulus? Something we talk about a lot is in training is like, Hey, you know, I can do bar muscle-ups, but should I be doing 60 this workout? No. Okay. Do something else. Switch to switch to chest to bar. If the bar muscle-ups get to be too much, find a way to keep moving. A big takeaway from the entire camp is that, Hey, just because you're not doing everything that the person next to you is doing, it doesn't mean you're getting less of a workout or you're learning less from this camp. A lot of people came in, they had open minds, they were willing to try new things, they were willing to suffer through some of these pieces. Yes, we did the initiation workout. I think Xander knows about it, all that. It's like, it's, uh, it's thrusters and burpees. Not, it's very unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I actually, fun story about that is I actually got to Iowa on zero sleep and I jumped in on the first conditioning piece. Then they, we did, we went through back squat, we went through snatches, and then we went into that. We took a break and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this workout. It doesn't look so bad. Mm-hmm. I got destroyed, but I was already tired. I was like, I was overexhausted and I was like, Hey, I'm like, James, man, I got to tap out, man. This is my body just isn't feeling this right now. <laughs> but yeah. Little boot and rally. I like kind of came back and we did the next workout, which was cool. But overall it was a super smooth camp. You know, everything was on time, which is, it's very hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. It is very hard to keep people on task and on pace for these, for these types of workout, for this type of a session. Mm-hmm. And that with only a few coaches was flawlessly executed. So yeah. James absolutely. runs a great camp. I'm glad you had a good time. I didn't even know you were going until you're there. And I was like, Oh, he's there. Nice. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw your Instagram post. I was like, Oh shit. He's there. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Not the, not the last time I'm definitely going to be back. Um, and also, you know, talk about like you're looking for a place that's welcoming, that accepts everyone. That's another one of them. The TBO is open to everyone. Everyone, everyone is welcome there. You're going to get a great workout. You're going to learn more about yourself and whatever your goal is, you can achieve it if you, if you decide you want to spend some time there. And that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, a part of, TBO training full-time, but, you know, James opens those doors to anyone who's willing to, who wants to do some work and that's it. And if there's one thing that like, I, you know, I, I, there's one thing that I really want to like drive home is that this man cares. He cares about every single person that walks through that door. And I know that, you know, a lot of programs, it will say that every coach cares about every single athlete. And they, there are programs out there that do, I follow one of them, you know, but James is another one that's up there and he definitely deserves that. He deserves that recognition to understand like, Hey, this guy can actually, this, this, this coach 
has the credentials and he has the character and the personality to do it. And I feel like that's been overlooked. Um, and I wouldn't have known had I not actually given it a chance because no one else was saying it. I heard it from a few people, a few friends around me. I was like, you know what? Let me go figure this out for myself. And spot on. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know what the crazy thing with, with James, James is? He doesn't warm up for his lifts. <laughs> James, James, yeah, hey. like it's, I've seen it. Like I've, I've literally been emasculated by a guy like, I like pull like, I hit 325. The guy warms up starting at like 275 and like power cleans 405. And you're just like, what, what are these jumps? Like I am, I am, I'm worried about him. <laughs> funniest, funniest thing that happened. We were doing squat cleans. I hit 315. Let's go. And um, that was what I was like. I was going for, I was, I was like, I went up and I, I went to 315. I got on my toes a little bit. I dropped. I was like, okay, what did I do? Looked at the video. Okay. I was on my toes a little bit. Let me go do it again. I hit it fine in the pins. Like I, my, my butt is literally touching my heels and I'm just like standing right up. I'm good. I'm like, all right, this is good for the day. I don't want to go any higher. James struts right in, just saunters right <laughs> up, picks up the bar, no hesitation, boom, 315. Just nice. He power it too. He oh, he powered it. Oh, he powered it. Yeah, I was like, I knew it. Oh, I knew it. I sent him the clip and I was like, James, man, you you know you just saunter right over to that bar like you knew. And that barbell's like, oh no, here comes James. <laughs> so like how much of your soul died on the inside when that one happened? Oh, like all a the lot time. of it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I just thought it was really freaking cool. It's awesome to see other people lift big weight because when you're actually in the room, it's like that feeling of like, this is possible, you know? And, and you know, some people, I think an older version of myself would think, Oh, this person's bragging or they're just trying to show off or whatnot. And now I think of it as like, no, they're, they're showing you the blueprint. Like it's there. It's, it's, it's within reach. It's not impossible. Um, and those top numbers are going to look different for everyone else, just based on the type of athlete you are, but nothing bad about that. So yeah, it was really cool. A lot of, a lot of cool moments, a lot of big lifts over the weekend. I saw, um, I saw, I saw a couple on Instagram. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of talented people out there there that you know you not not a lot of people actually hear about and people are working people are putting in the time so <laughs> that's uh and they're doing it clean <laughs> yeah so um i want to talk about uh some news tidbits from like the last couple of weeks that we've you know we've been kind of talking back and forth on like instagram and stuff like that but obviously the first one i kind of want to talk about is uh the last chance qualifier so, I mean, obviously you had Sarah Sibian's daughter and Katrin David's daughter not making it. And there's a couple other like, you know, athletes that didn't make it that I was kind of surprised about, but, you know, come to look at who's at the, who's going to the CrossFit games and who's not the, I think it's like what, like 70% or 60% are like mainly rookies or have only been there twice. So do you think it's time so before or after the drug test? Because yeah, I can't even trust that the LCQ <laughs> true, people true. are going to be there. Yeah, true. No, but I'm just saying for as as of right now. So, do you think I I know I know Zandy, you've been talking about like the new regime is coming in. Do you think it's it's this is the year that it's going to be like that? 
I think relative to what like the CrossFit games, like next gen documentary, which is good. I think it's very similar to the old, like they're not recreating a new narrative. I think it's just like, I think they told that story too early. They used the next gen narrative early and it's going to be great. I'm just like, my question, I'm also just not a huge fan of LCQ. I just really think that those four spots, so two female, two male, those spots should just go back to the semis. And that's just like my, per- like, I understand why we're doing it because it's like the NBA draft lottery when people are pulling the balls out and it's like, oh, this is, I just don't see that they're like, it's more like we went back to quarterfinals and it's like, cool. If you, well, if you finish like first in the quarterfinals, you should just go to the game. You know, Brian about that as well. Brian Fern was like, you know, we're looking at this last chance qualifier and it's like, there's enough talent in here to make it its own semifinal. Why aren't we doing that? Like, it's about time that we stop like breaking the athletes backs just to get through. And then the people that are in last chance qualifier, like they get even less time to prepare for the games. So, and then the thing is like, what I'm also just like disappointed in is like, cool. So now we have to go drug test these people, right? Well, they already got drug tested actually, because they're all, they're all six, seven and eight. Cause they all well, got they drug, do drug tests. They do drug tests six through eight, like at semis. Um, so like they're, I mean, they're drug tested, but I mean, I think it's saying like, we, we just need to move the season up and we can't have four weeks of semifinals. If, if you want the last chance qualifier, I really do like it. It's just, having four weeks of semifinals play out and then being like, all right, sorry that, you know, like this, the first week has a month more to prepare for the games, has enough time to like actually like recharge and reset. And, you know, if you're in the last chance qualifier, all right, you got like two more weeks to try to like kill yourself. And then you're probably like so broken that you need to take early deload for the games. Mm-hmm. Um, if we just moved the semifinal, I mean, I know Brian's talked about that. Move it to two weeks. Yeah, it's going to be super jam packed for two weeks trying to figure out what semifinals are going when and with all the coverage and even having like the judges available because I know that they typically use the same pool of judges. So that might also come into play. But in the end, at least like it's a three week condensed period um, or even four weeks. If you want to have a break, a one week break and just move yeah. the season up, have semifinals in the middle of May. Uh, like there's no reason for it to go through June. Yeah, I, I agree. And, but the thing is with like having another like semifinal for like the last chance qualifiers, then these people have to pay like more money to go to this certain area and stuff like that. And some of those people don't have the funds for it, which, you know, sucks, but like, you know, it's, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I think they should maybe pull like, maybe like, like the lottery pick, like have like a bunch of people on that list and do something and make them like, you know, be the lucky of the luck of the draw or something. I just, my thing is because the coverage is so like one, the coverage is trash because we're literally just waiting for a leaderboard update. I'm sorry. Like I'm not going to go back and watch like Austin Spencer, uh, Luka Dukic, James Sprague, Matt DeLugos is all separate workouts alone in a room doing it themselves in a row. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, I understand what we're trying to do, like trying to create more media to create more exposure, which is great. But I think we're doing it at the expense of, an, of the athletes and their own bodies where it's like, you can make a better experience 
putting the spots back in Australia. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because Australia, like per capita, it's America, then it's Europe, and then it's Australia. And then it's the other, um, or I'm sorry, it's the Oceania is what they call it, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like uh, the South Africa, the, we have the South American, we have the African and the Far East. Forget where like the Middle East gets roped in. Yeah, they go. They split up. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we're just. I. It's just not doing right. But then again, like now we're also poking the proverbial. Can we just have one CrossFit season and just let it stay that way for five years? Yes. Like that's also the issue in the back. It's like we're just going to completely just blow up our season again. Which I have heard rumblings that that's is what may happen again. I mean, I feel like I mean, we're, I mean at, at this point, we should expect it. So, I mean, it's not like it's that big of a deal if it changes. We've dealt with change, you know, for forever at this point. Uh, yeah, so. this, I'm just more excited. Like, if anybody's, like, paying attention to these, like, CrossFit documentaries, it's like, how do they not cover leaking workouts for two things, all the drug tests, like, of all of the, like, they could actually pull from to make like a cool narrative oh my gosh they have so much this year like to they better they better like have like a whole 30 minute section i just want a timeline of like dave gets fired leaked workout um (laughs) leaked for like all semis work or quarters workouts got leaked it's like let's just like go through the list of like bad things that have happened oh my gosh all right it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun at least, like, we're not going to see Brooke Wells, you know, hurt herself. I actually had to, like, slightly close my computer during that part because seeing it in person and then basically reliving it was probably, like, the worst. I suppose they put it in the movie. I was just, no, like, I fast forwarded in- the 15 seconds on my yeah. iPhone, and I was, yeah, oh, they put the elbow snapping. Like, and I was shocked. No, they put oh. it in the movie. They put it in the movie. I was like, why yeah. did you do that? 15 seconds skip. Because I don't it, know it what sells. happened in that window. Yeah, it sells. I mean, that, that, like, I mean, it's it's like it's almost looking at a car accident. Like a lot of people will stare at the car accident because they want to see what happened. But like, and then once they see it, they're like, oh. But like, it will it'll spark conversation, being like, oh, did you see the movie where Brooke Wells hurt her elbow again and like showed it? And like, I don't I don't think it's appropriate to do it. But I mean, obviously, it's gonna it's a way to sell sell that video to other people to say, Oh, look at that. You know, Brooke Wells breaking her ankle, uh, breaking her elbow. You got to see it. You got to see it. You know? No, it just like broke my heart. And I really hope they reached out to her and said, Hey, can we, uh, like put your dislocation on like display? They, for the world to. To see? they definitely asked. They knowing Brooke Wells is a darling of CrossFit and we all love our Katrin David's daughters and our Sarah Sigmund's daughters. We, they, they, they asked, they, they definitely asked. No, I would hope so. But why, like, but why I, would Brooke? I'm sorry, but why would Brooke have it? Want to have it on the video? Yeah, like I don't like. I feel like they're. Le- it was, you know, one of those things where it's like, hey, we're letting you know we're doing this. We didn't ask. Hmm. That is probably again. Like this is nobody knows in the background because again, it's also like the thing is what you sign away is like I just had to sign up for the media credential. You essentially sign away your rights the minute you become an athlete. Like you pay whatever your four hundred dollars is that people are like unaware of that you pay to go compete at the CrossFit Games, mm-hmm. yeah, which no, I still no. think is like, why? Like, why? Like you've already pulled in 
every open money, every quarter money, every semi money. It's like I should, they, you get, like to me it it seems foolish that you've also not increased your payouts, and I don't agree with that too. But mm-hmm. it's just like they you're essentially like whatever you want it to be. Yeah, I mean, but they need they need to make money. So I mean, they'll they'll try to make money over hand and fist because obviously those new investors put their money into buying CrossFit. The turnover, like, and, and they're probably they probably are haven't like made a profit yet, and so they're just like screw it. We like we'll take money from anything, anybody, and l- like let's go. But and like my thing is though, so like so they bought it, but then they all like took leaves of absence or replaced people, and then we just brought back the person they fired like i not going down this rabbit hole of just yeah which which is fine so um so were you guys surprised that katrin didn't make it no no i'm i'm surprised she places like as well as she did not gonna lie um i'm also pretty much i'm actually like kind of surprised on the girl side um like i'm like i am so impressed at ariel lowen that I wasn't expecting that. And yeah, she just got like a new fan out of me based on that performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that female firefighter, I'm oh. sorry. And that female firefighter too. I forget her. Um, God, what's her name? Oh, Wilson. Wilson? Yeah. 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 She's, she came out of like the woodwork I, too. So I think, yeah, like it's a lot of people like, and it's just so tight. It's just like, Catherine's also somebody who seems like she performs better in live competition mm-hmm. outside of like the COVID games. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens again. This is all dependent on who actually goes because nobody knows if we're going to show up because we're already down to like this. What is the Brazilian team is like the sixth place. Yep. Yeah. The sixth place team. Yep. Yeah. Place okay. team. I, I just love the narrative of like failed drug test, failed drug test. Declined entirely. I know. Like, like, <laughs> Declined is like the best response. I'm just like, yeah, we're just actually not gonna go. It's like, you know what? I appreciate you guys. Screw <laughs> like, you guys. Like, I'm, I'll go for you guys. Yeah. Oh man, I was. Oh man, when I saw that one, it like broke my heart. I'm like, dang. Well, that that this this will be. This is another section. So just hold hold those thoughts. So. All right. the The next point um, that came out, I think it was like right after our right after our first podcast. So Daniel Brandon Brandon uh, left Underdog. It was they said it was mutual. Um, you know. So my thing is like, you know, where's where she is she gonna go next? Like in, in Xander, you had a, a you know an insight that I I had no idea about that. Like you know some some programs actually pay their athletes and I had no idea that actually happened. Yeah. So one super surprising, I think everybody, this was probably the biggest, like actually like drug people failing drug tests are going to continue to happen. Like the drug test. We'll talk about that later. Her not having like, um, not like working with like that's surprising because it throws off your training unless she's still at the gym or she had to go find another affiliate in las vegas if she moves like there's just nothing here i would say like one it's all speculation about like where like what happened it's like they're not gonna say anything like bad in a public statement not one time in the history of like any public statement has anyone like tried to really like kill anybody except for elon musk and twitter Mm -hmm. so like there's that and then 
the thing is, is like these like training camps are essentially starting to pay athletes to just come train, right? Yep. Like there's athletes out there where it happens. Um, I think it, there's, but we're also starting to see, I feel like there's a lot of friction in different personalities at these camps now that we're starting to see them. Like, are they really just falling apart? Cause mm-hmm. this was the cool thing that started, like, let's say it started two years ago because Chandler Barnhart, Katrin, everybody went to comp train. The brute one hadn't happened, but Invictus had been stockpiling talent on the West coast. Like they're building out the 25th branch of the Navy seals. And it's like, <laughs> what's going on. So it's, like there's all like we started to see it and then it's just like we're not I don't think we're there I don't think that they're getting the results because Asher moves back to Iceland doesn't go to the games Sarah moves the training think tank doesn't go to the games like this like can help you but I also think it's like you're gonna get hurt because you may be playing down instead of playing up like it but like I think top tier like choices that she goes to hard work pays off it's probably number one, probability-wise. Two, because um, I just watched the Craig Ritchie video, and it seemed like she had a good time. They didn't really put her on the camera all that much, but they referred to they had just split up. And then it's like brute, and then it's like, I don't really see her going to comp train. She did miss it. I don't know if she would want to do it again. Um, I don't see her going to San Diego to Invictus. And then there's like... Uh, like don't really know like I don't I feel like she's gonna end up training on her own someplace yeah so um we have this this conversation comes up uh, has been coming up a lot about camps like every like six months people revisit is this actually paying off for people and I think seeing Danielle exit just kind of gives you a an idea of like hey maybe it's not always sunshine and rainbows at training camps. And it's not because it could, well, different personalities. Okay, great. So maybe sometimes there's a clash there, but two, you're a competitor. And if you're constantly day in and day out with the same people and you don't get a chance to break away and do your own training alone at some point, Mm -hmm. you're, you're always going to be comparing and if you're not at the top, it's going to play with you subconsciously. And it is, it's kind of one of those things that you can't help but do. However, the benefit there is that you can push a little bit harder with people there on certain days. And I think that maybe what's happening with training camps is they're not quite getting the balance of when do we throw everyone together to train and when do we separate them and make sure they do pieces alone. And maybe that's what it is. And it just hasn't got the right formula down yet. And, you know, if you're really, if we're really going to kind of go down there is what if people aren't communicating as well as they should be with the coaches and the athletes and things are left to be assumed or inferred. And that's what causes the real friction, a lack of communication and a lack of set expectations will definitely break those things down. And I can imagine that not in not in any one situation, but if you put it together and there's a lack of communication, there's going to be some sort of tension. And if no one resolves it, or if it gets blown out of proportion, or someone makes an assumption based on the lack of communication, 
you know, it's going to sour some, it's going to leave a sour taste in some people's mouths. Mm -hmm. But as to where Danielle's going to go, I mean, my, my thing is, is that I don't think she's really focused on that right now. I think her main focus is, Hey, I can't talk about who I'm going to be training with or who I'm going to go with because I need to focus on games training. I've done games training before. I'm going to do it now. And maybe she's got a couple of previous trainers or friends that she can reach out to and train with or have them do something for her. Because if there's anything that you're going to know about a lot of these athletes at the games level is that they, they have an idea as to who they are in terms of uh, an athlete or a competitor. They know their holes. They have that awareness. So I'm sure that they can try to piecemeal some things together, uh, but they'll probably go back to someone they know or someone that they've talked to recently and they'll do some training alone. I think that's, I think it's honestly going to be a good thing for Danielle to just cut out all the noise in this next month. What we're, we're 20 days out. She's just going to hammer tunnel vision and then by the time she gets to the games once the games is done and gone you know already dusted okay great now here's the announcement here's where i'm going to go here's what i'm going to do or maybe she just says leave me alone i'm just going to keep doing me <laughs> yeah so so hannah um do you think she may strive under adversity from like pretty much just like splitting from underdog and then maybe like stepping it up and then maybe like maybe podium or doing something like like a better placement than she was last year? Um, I, I don't know. I think the cool part about Danielle is that she does focus on herself a lot and she has a great ability of just tuning out what others think and she knows what's best for her. And, you know, I just hope that she finds somebody that is just in her corner there just for her throughout this whole thing, whether it's a coach or even just like a friend, anything like that. And I think Justin was really good for her in that realm. Um, I thought it was really cool seeing that relationship. Obviously it broke apart. So there wasn't, there was things that we didn't see, but I think she does need someone to just tell her like, Hey, you're doing all the right things and you're doing great. Cause I think she does like, she'll have a tendency, even though she knows that she is capable of like being the a top 10 games athlete, a top five and podium and making the podium one day. Um, I think she just still needs that support. And I think she's trying to find it. And I think she realized that, all right, Justin isn't the one for me and she needs that support right now. Um, I don't know if she'll announce something um, unless she like really does think that she really needs to announce that she's making, she's going. I hope to she doesn't camp. because it's going to be like LeBron James level. Oh my bad. gosh. Yeah. 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 For CrossFit. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the thing. It's like, she, she has shown that she does well under not great circumstances or like the COVID thing last year. Like it's, it's shown like this, honestly, like it's a big story for us on the outside. I don't think it's going to really like, she's like, you're 20 days out. She knows what she needs to work on. She's probably found, like has a gym, goes trains, moves on. Yeah. And like, it, to be honest, I mean, um, I, you know, a couple of days ago, it was shown that she was at the boot camp down here. And um, 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she stays down there. A lot of time, I mean, the brute people don't train together whatsoever. They might have like a, the same piece like once or twice a week, but they pretty much do their own individual programming. It's just really nice to be around like-minded people, kind of like at TBO. Like at TBO, you can you can do your own programming. It's not like you have to, you know, follow what everybody else is doing the entire time. So the fact that she can be around incredible games athletes, as well as at least in the brute camp, she's only by guys. I think that's also going to be really good for her. Like she has Dallin the train with, and she There's doesn't. Emma Carey. Don't you can't forget yeah, don't about get the soft-spoken Emma Carey. Yes, but she's not going to the games this year. So I think I think having, I think that's like one thing where I think Danielle's going to thrive being with male games athletes and not with their direct competitors. Because there's that's like that's too much tension, and that's why I really like about Matt is that he he like has like his male and Jason Hopper, and I mean he has Jake Marconi, but Marconi's also a coach, um, and he has he and he has Mal, and I think the best training partners are like the op like the opposite sex because they're not your direct competition, but. Mm-hmm you guys are at the, at the pinnacle of the sport and couldn't go against each other. That's why like my, like my best uh, moments in, in the sport or even in training was when I was back in Virginia with my friend, Justin, like we would literally duke it out all the time, but because we weren't direct competition, it wasn't like if we lost, it was okay. Cause it was kind of like, all right, well, it's not like I'm losing to my competition. Granted, like he was, I mean, he was my teammate too. So mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think she'd thrive better in the brute camp at least this year, maybe um, until Emma's back, and then until you know Fee's back in the picture and things like that. Um, I know also, and then Olivia Sulex down there too. Um, whereas uh, I keep at, forgetting like who like wait wasn't oh yeah I keep forgetting who's there like they will probably come back like he had a stable of like very qualified people. We're gonna come mm. back to the probably yeah. the bigger topic. No, like, I think, like, they, like, they have, like, awesome people coming down the pipeline, but right now it's, you know, that's probably the best camp to be in right now. She'd be the the only girl to, like, just, so she could just focus on herself and then go up against Dallin, whereas at, you know, if she was up in Vermont, uh, I don't know if that's the right headspace she needs right now to nope. compete against Mal. No, not at all. Or even around her if they had I really parts. think she ends up moving and just, like, has like a coach that is like remote. Like I don't see her I don't see like anybody living moving her like moving to Vermont. Like and I've met DD, I've met Emma Carey, and I also just can't see those two being in the same room because they are could not be more opposite oh, yeah. people. No, they're literally <laughs> uh I think she I like I do I kind of agree with you. Um I really like she knows what she needs to do. Like she followed mayhem. I mean, that's like what like gave her the rise in the first. Oh, I forgot place. that exists. Yeah, but, but like she did that all alone, and she was just fine. And then, but I really, like I said, I really do think she just needs like just that person in her corner, and she just hasn't found that yet. Yeah, it's gonna be Gabe for Misfit, her coach. Hey. Oh my god! No, I'm hey, kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. I like Gabe. I like Gabe. Don't, don't. Yeah, you know. I love Gabe. Yeah. Hey, it's like I, I would also like. It would be cool, but I also don't see that one happening. No, I'm just, I, I was so I was so kidding, so kidding. So, <laughs> yeah, 
So anyways, so back to the next story. So we've been talking about this throughout the whole podcast. So, so far, I think in the past, like 72 hours, 10 people have popped on their drug test. Now, now drugs this are bad. Okay. So drugs are bad. that was my, that was my, probably one of my favorite yeah. uh, video um, titles right there. So you you definitely got a, a huge influx of athletes getting pot, but actually this is not the most. This is not like the time that it had the most people popped in on a drug test. So in 2018, or, or 2018 or 2017, you had 17 people pop from regionals and the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. the games. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah so, not there yet. I feel like it's we're gonna beat it. Like. Let's do high score. Um, like yeah. it's coming. I feel like more people are going to pop from more people. I feel like are going to end up popping. Now, do you think the people, because I feel like that pop at the games are going to be like a master's athlete. Yeah. So do you, do you, that's where I think the 2017 or 18 athletes, cause it was a lot of like a lot of like masters athletes at that time, I think popped mm-hmm. and team athletes. It wasn't a lot of Indies like in 17, because it was like a lot of people popped. Then 18 was really just like, it was Gerard and like a couple people, I think. And then it was like 2020 people just tested positive for COVID. And so no one popped. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just throwing out sound bites. So, so oh yeah, the, 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 we're going to, I got so many cuts, so many cuts already. So, um, so obviously the most, re- I, I think the most recognized one is Phil Toon that got popped. So, um, I've, I've saw his stories, you know, I, he's, I'm not, I'm not saying he's a bad guy or anything like that. He's really nice. He's been reached. He's been t- messaging me, like not after the drug test, not after pot testing positive, but like, I've had his girlfriend on my podcast too. And both of them are very nice. And like, I've had great conversations with them, but it's like, it's supposedly he actually popped from his like, you know, male pattern, male pattern baldness medication. And so supposedly, so- Mm. So, so supposedly okay, the, med- so- the supposedly the medication is it got banned from WADA a couple of years ago because like it would oh nine yeah. yeah that's right so in that because it was mask it was able to mask other drugs asking another thing yeah so like that was the crazy part and then he also tested positive he like tested positive for that like but let's go with this here so you're in Florida you're like walking in across at Naples you look at Matt Torres's Torres's luscious head of hair olive oil skin like you want to have that too like you're not going to just go get a prescription <laughs> from like four hands or keeps and like not think that you're going to be like looking good granted like go with me here like i'm like kidding like honestly like let's be honest like you would think like if you're taking a prescription for like balding let's just call it what it is you're like you're not thinking that's going to like make you stronger like the guy came in strong like so it's very unlikely that that's the one that we worry about, right? It's the second piece that really comes in there. Because, like, mm-hmm. even, like, Rich Froning, like, back in the Froning doc, like, was taking Rogaine. Like, it's not prescription strength, but it's over the counter. So it's, like, you just got to – it sucks because I feel like everybody really was excited for Phil, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of those rookies yes. that people were, like, looking at because of his performance from Wadapalooza, which was the coming out party, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it was he did great uh, quarters. Second place. Or was Second place after, after they opened. Yeah. Yep. And then did did really well at Granite. Like 
So like he was trending like as like, oh, this would be a fun guy to watch this year. Because I don't think anybody else male-wise rookie was kind of tracking with that kind of like people wanted uh, eyes were on them, right? I, I would say I would honestly say the other person. There's two people that I think like rookies that I think that were pretty exciting on the male side. Um, one would be Dallin Pepper mm-hmm. from the same camp, and the other was Tudor Magda. I, I knew you were going to say that name. I knew you were going to say. Well, no, like you, yeah, yeah. You, you look at you look at. I was at Syndicate, and you watched him at Syndicate, and you're like, this guy is unreal with weights. He has a, he has a really good pace with gymnastics. Did he did he have a, did he like falter a little bit during a couple of events moments? But he made it back up. But holy crap, can he handstand walk? Did you not like if you were at Syndicate? He was he was like speed walking on his hands. Like that's exciting because if we remember last year during the games, one of the most exciting events was that handstand walk sprint course. And just watching Danielle run away with it. And I don't know, those are the only, I mean, if you really were talking about like exciting for rookies who are in the game, those are the, those are the three. Um, I don't think there's really well, anyone. Two. Two, no, yeah. there's like female wise, I'd have to go look at like the game leaderboard. Like, but mm-hmm. again, back to the drum, like that sucks. So Phil, so Phil was the, like the individual. So if I'm looking at the list, right. That we built. So then we had Nasser Alruwahe. Double check mm-hmm. my pronunciation on that. From the Far East Regional, never heard of him. I mean, have you seen this him? Sounds... He's massive. Oh, is he like? Oh, okay. Well, but the problem is, is like people like. So I also hear this a lot from outside the sport. It's like, oh, well, they must be on something because that female's like got really lean and really good abs. It's like it. People are naturally lean. People eat like more carbs because you're working out more and you can like really look good doing it that way. People just don't believe it because most people are conditioned to the bodybuilding style of competing. Mm-hmm. So let's, but so we got him. We had uh, Pedro Martin, didn't know him from Copa Sur, so the South American semi. And then uh, this guy, who's a complete scumbag piece of shit, and I'm speaking only for myself, Nick Joyal. But he also was the only person who just copped to, I owned it, which honestly, of all the people, at least he owned it. Like, the reason I don't like him that much is because we all have met or talked to Austin Spencer and he took the shine for qualifying for the games and the moment in front of your family and your friends and your coaches and your wife from that and like found out like while he was doing some like off-season piece probably. And like, that one came last out. chance qualifier. And like, so he's already put himself through tests. So like going back to the LCQ, why that doesn't make sense. It's like, just let the drug test kind of develop and throw this LCU spots back to Australia. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, but like the, like the thing was Nick, like you said, like he admitted, which is awesome. And, you know, like in a sense, like, yeah, like Phil did too. Um, Phil also like didn't, like his drug test didn't test positive for what his male pattern baldness was, like his like masking agent. Um so like that's like a whole story in itself. But- he's not popping. He was. I was listening to Hiller about this, and he had a doctor on yesterday, and he's not truly popping for finasteride. Finasteride's the masking agent. 
And what it's saying is what he's really popping for is his, his testosterone estrogen level is 5.25. And that, the, that hair loss doesn't cause that. But like a finasteride is of um, five alpha reductase inhibitor, which means like it doesn't like testosterone just like stays in your body. Like that's the enzyme that converts it to its inactive form. Mm -hmm. So like your, your testosterone level should be higher. But um, like the thing with Nick, like I said, like it's awesome that he admitted it. Um, kind of like the Toby guy after he said like, oh, I had a contaminated supplement. And then when his B sample came back, he's like, oh yeah, I did take it. <laughs> Um, at least he admitted yeah. it. Um, I hate, I hate that more than I hate than like, I respect Nick more than I respect the guy who says, sorry, because he got caught. Mm -hmm. He tried to play it off. And then he's like, that's like every irresponsible kid who goes, Oh, I didn't take the last cookie. And then, well, why are there crumbs in your pocket? You're right, mom. I did. I took the last cookie. I'm sorry. Can you <laughs> yeah. forgive me now? Like, no, man, that's child stuff. We're like, adults. Yeah. Man. Like, well, like, I, 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 yeah. Like, and like, that's kind of where these things come down to, right? Is like, what, like who owns it? Like, and again, like we talked about it on the last podcast where it's like, cool. So like there are tainted supplements. You can't say there aren't, but like, here's the, so you're telling me you bulk ordered six months worth of your protein powders and you're telling me that's why you tested like GTFO, man. Like, don't even try to come around here with that. Like, this is like, it's, it's probably, it's a possibility, but at the end of the day, it's like, come on, like you took it, stop trying to become a two-year band person. Cause nobody like Ricky took his four. Right. Like Ricky took his four and came back, right? Like, granted, this is if he popped at the games, and that would just like absolutely just crush everybody's like dreams and hopes. And I 100% doubt he's taking anything now, but it's just like, come on, like, get out of here, like, with all this. Like, you need to own it because, again, like, was it there's like apparently like. Uh, Frazier was on Joe Rogan two years ago talking about this. Like there's a, like, there's a lawyer who handles all these and there's like seven excuses. Yep. One of which is like, Oh, I was blowing my boyfriend and he came yeah. in my mouth and therefore I tested positive. <laughs> I, I just like, want to know like from the how he made that story. Don't try to figure out why that was the one that you chose of all of the excuses. is like that. That's the one we're going with. It's new. To you. No one has heard of it yet. <laughs> It, someone could buy it, you know. The um, hell of a story. Yeah, well, I I remember sixty percent of the time it works every time. So I remember Emily Abbott when she got popped. She said that her 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 boyfriend or her his, her fiance at at the time was taking an illegal substance and was like like sublingual like underneath the tongue and supposedly they would like right before they went to bed and so he would give her a kiss. And that's how she got popped. But like, it was like the amount that was in her system was like a micro fraction of like so she elevated. Got it from cooties. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I don't like, I don't know if I believe that. I mean, uh, I mean, I, th I think she's at Emily Abbott's like the most well-known female. She got that got Yeah. And all that. Yeah. <laughs> she was all, it was only the kiss. It was uh -huh. only the kiss under the tongue. Uh, you get right in there. Like, come on, man. That's like a full-on, she's a Dyson yeah. vacuum they, kisser. They, all, they sleep in the same bed. They're only kissing, guys. Strictly first base kind of stuff. <laughs> all right, we're trying to keep this PC. But it's right? like, PC, PG. I know. PG. But like, the worst part is, like, so the, because there's so many positive tests before the games, one, we could probably say the testing's getting better, right? Like, that's 
one thing that nobody's really mentioning is like, so the, is the, the testing's getting better is the first thing. But the second thing is, it's like, it makes all these positive tests make our sport look bad. And then we essentially get lumped back into the bodybuilding category, which is really a completely different competition. Because people are like, oh, CrossFit's like bodybuilding. You just take a bunch of roids and you like now move like thrusters up and down. Like mm-hmm. you have a 90 second fran time and you're rowing 125s in the middle of a 20 minute AMRAP. It's like, it's not a thing. But like, that's how we get lumped in and it makes the entire sport look bad when I guess I'm pro I'm the person who's thinking this be better than it is. It's like, I want to say the sport's better than it is. Right. Like I'm probably naive saying this, but I would like to see that the sport is cleaner than it is. We just have too many tests to create the narrative that no, we're a clean sport. So, yeah. But I think, uh, well, sorry, Vic. No, no, you go on, go on, go on. I mean, I think this is what we need. I mean, in a sense of, all right, the athletes know testing's getting better. So it's either they have to like actually double down on whatever doping they want to do or don't do it and just work hard. And if they don't make it, just know they don't make it. They're not good enough. And it's okay because they at least put forth the effort. But those are like the only two choices you have at that point. So what I was actually going to go in and say about this is I've been, I've been fielding some, you know, chats and conversations like on the back end. Um, and surprisingly what I've been hearing is this is something that's prevalent with people who are, don't see themselves as games athletes that this is that, and this is the stupidity because I was, we can get into the next part of, of, of what we heard on today, but people who don't think they're going to make the games are still willingly juicing just because to do local, just to do local comps. And like you're hearing that and it's like, you're risking your life and health for what? $200 for a first place prize. A, a bag like, of coffee. Or, or like to just kind of pivot off your point is like you're doing this for like what ig cloud like kick rocks dude like or all of you like even the females like the only like one like person that i'm actually kind of just sidelining is that one female who might actually have a legal chance because her form was marked wrong again her team's not going but like she's claiming like she was like her form was marked wrong like there's a I'll give you that one. But like, you're doing this, like you're not going anywhere. You're trying to get more followers on Instagram. So that way you can shove me your 15% bulk powder protein discount code that I'm not going to use anyways, because you tested positive, like get out of here. Like it's, it's frustrating because there's so many athletes behind them. Like, so we take 120 in North America, 121 to 160, even 175, because there's probably some team at or, yeah. or team athletes in there. Right. <laughs> Like you're just hurting everybody else. Like you, you're essentially like in scumbag status to an entire population of fitness. It's such, it's a, it's a strange, it's a strange thing that like you're, you understand that the psyche around some of these people is they need to win no matter what the cost is and no matter what the prize is, they just want the W or they want to feel like they belong. And the fact that they can't do it naturally hurts them so much that they would risk their own health 
just so they can say that they do fit. I mean, I guess it's the same thing as someone RXing a workout that they should scale, but now this is to the extreme level where like, I don't want to look bad. So I'm going to take steroids. I'm going to take performance enhancing drugs just so I can look decent in my affiliate class. It's warped. It's, a, it's, it's absolutely warped. And the same people, and that's the same mentality that you would say to have like with team athletes. It's like the payout at top is 100,000. And guess what? You're not winning. You're not beating the teams that are clean. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. You're not doing it. Well, like, and you're, you're, taking you're it not like, you're, like there's, yeah, and it comes back to like, a lot of people don't understand like the economics of the sport. So even if you're the first place team, Rich is still splitting that prize money four ways. Like, sorry, that's on the team. Only on the team. And there's nothing wrong with going team because it's pretty freaking cool. We have somebody on this chat right now that was on a team last year. Um, and so, and potentially <laughs> coaching a team this year because yeah, I'm, I'm team coach. competed clean. Give me, give me that. I'm going to bring a whistle out yeah. there. What is your whistle going to do? Like, Justin Berg and Boz are going to kick you off the field ASAP. Then you're going to be joining me on the media sideline. I'm fine with that. <laughs> so are you, are you going to have are you gonna have a radio with you, like Ben Bergeron, he just talks to the radio? And record oh, stuff. No, I don't. I haven't. I have no clue what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm, I think he stopped that, by the way. I, yeah, I'm just joking. I, I heard that from somebody on my my latest podcast. So Brendan Schneider, she, he told me about it. So, oh my oh, gosh, he had one. I remember because I saw the vid. Like I've seen it. I've seen the videos, and you're like, okay, yeah. Cell well, phones have gotten better. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not going to do that. But I mean, our coach last year, like during the our run handstand walk would literally like, yell our mile pace time and like our split times and would follow us around the venue. Granted, he ran faster than us. So um, that's going to be interesting, but I don't know. I'm just going to chill out with, you know, all the big dogs and then just, you know, watch. Yeah. It's going to be you just rubbing us. shoulder to shoulder with Justin Kotler, Benny Burge, um, Dave Martin, Drew Brendan Crandall, Snyder, you know, Brendan Snyder and Michelle Latton. Mm-hmm. Man, like Brendan Snyder, what a glow up. I'm so happy for him. Like, sorry, like super big shout out to our boy. Like also was on the CrossFit Games, Miles to Madison. I don't think he actually, like he was on camera because he was standing right behind Michelle for a very long time, <laughs> but he didn't say a word. <laughs> it was oh, great. He, um, wasn't, he wasn't allowed to. He wasn't allowed to. Yeah, he was like he understood his role. Like it, it's like the Rock says, "Know your role, shut your mouth." Perfect. Oh my he gosh, executed Love it the, perfectly. Love the dude. Oh man, yeah, but no, like coach, coaching's gonna be fun. Um, I have no clue how we even got sidetracked to this. Um, oh, okay, but but um, but so obviously the Copa Sur, they had like the five teams. Nick canceled themselves out because of like two drug tap positives and then like the other one tested positive and then you know the other team just canceled and like well we're, we're good we're not gonna go it, it, it's yeah, just it's, I, it's honestly, insane it's comedic like that one is just comedic of like how like how far down you're going and it's like what's the limit like what like now we're asking questions of like where's the line right. because it's like if honestly if everybody just like kind of pops and then everybody that's 398 places ahead of me on the quarterfinals leaderboard, I can technically become the games athlete this year. Which is crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> Which but, is like, but it, it's just, it's, it's not, not a good look. I think yeah. we can all agree. 
not a good look for CrossFit right now. Okay, so o- over under, do you think five more people are going to get – do you think we're going to beat that record in 2017 of 17 people at, after the CrossFit Games? Do you think we're going to even, like, go over that mark? Yeah, It's going to be under. It's going to be under, and it's going to be three. Probably three more will pop. No. We have the oh. entire Masters category. Oh. Oh. Like, that's yeah, like, like, that's, got, like, like, like that's where I'm like, I'm betting the Masters is where oh. like a lot of those like, – because no teen athlete is like taking any of this stuff. Because one, their parents aren't buying it for them. Listen, if a teen athlete no. gets caught, that parent better get charged. I hope somebody like no, – yeah, well, like, No, I'm not lying. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. But like, I, I want to say like one always bet the over, and two oh, like I think okay. it's gonna end up like coming in at six. Like it's coming <laughs> in at six. Just just like you always got it. Like sometimes it's fun to bet the unders, but you're just not have ten out of ten not having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I I I think after the games is over, you're gonna have a couple more athletes pop, like the, like the elite athletes, and obviously the masters. I don't I don't think any like we said any teens. I you know. I'm think I'm, I don't know, cause it's like you think it's gonna be over, and then the next day someone else pops or some other team member pops, and it's just like, when is this shit gonna end? It's part of my French. I'm sick in three. It, it's a kids <laughs> show. Come on, Tom. I know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It has the E for explicit um, but, on here, so. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's just everyone. one of those things where it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's just gonna like. Because the thing is, it's like once you get to the games, they like because everybody's already tested when they because they got tested at semis, right? They don't yeah. test everybody that shows up. No. So technically, somebody's probably taking something mm-hmm. because on the exponential scale of like something going on, like something, somebody's taking something, maybe. Yeah. It's not yeah. somebody at the top. I don't think it's the top guys. I want to say it's somebody that's getting cut between 21 and 30. Yeah, and that's typically what happens too. It's that's right around really that important. mark. Gonna... That's so. really the work part. It's not someone at the top. It's always that. It's like a straggler who's just trying to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also like the Nick Joyal effect. It's like he took too much on Friday. He stopped taking it Saturday, and then he took half as much as Friday so he could actually qualify for the games, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just driving that one. Right yeah. In the grid. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? It's like like you talked about Austin Spencer. Like you know, he didn't get the chance to, and like the other athletes too, especially from one for the Granite Games. That you know, I I I, I forget his Nick name. Matthew. Saw, Nick Matthew. Yeah, Nick Matthew. Like they didn't get the chance to be on top of this podium. And I know for Austin, he's been grinding for, geez, like since 2012. And I remember like those early videos that he was not the way he is now. I mean, he's busted his ass just to get to where he's at right now, which is unreal. And just to see, and I, I listened to him. He was on the Savant podcast with the, the one that's recently just came out. And he's, and he's like, he doesn't really care. He just, he just, he just cares more about just going to the games, but it's like, yeah, but you're missing a whole part of like you being up there with your wife and you know, you both celebrate and, and all that stuff. I mean, that's, that's I feel like, like we all feel that for him. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. because we all know Austin and it's like Austin's, all about the work he's not about like the the glory yeah like that's just not his mo and it's like i think we're all like like you deserve that shine like you earned it and that's what kills all of us and everybody else because we all feel for him like because it's like like the 
uh, Joao stole it from him. Like in like that's what. Unfortunately, like we're now loop because you have to loop Tune in because Tune took it from Nick, and like Nick has a cool story, even though he wears half a T-shirt, not a crop top, like everybody tries to say. He wears half a T-shirt, like it's cut specifically too far. Um, but like it's like it's I'm happy for those guys because they worked their butt off, and I remember seeing Nick at 21 Granite Games before his, and it's just like just getting like just hurt like that because I think he was very close on the line. In he 20, literally lost and the He's another guy. Yeah, he yeah. lost the Mertens both times, and it's just like it's uh, so sad, and it's just frustrating because it's like you're losing that, like you you earned it, like he's super close to home, so it's like I don't know the guy, but it's very close to like the Austin effect, where it's like that's thanks, yeah. Man. But I think I mean I think in a sense like uh, like we said about Austin, I mean yeah, like it. I think it's just like the fans really that are like the people who care about him that are sad that he missed out on that moment. But it like, I think uh, even Austin brought this up. Like, what if this was the games, you know? So it's like, all right, cool. It's like, all right. Yeah. I lost it at semifinals, but I still get to go to the CrossFit games. And it's like the same thing for Nick. I think he's one that's like, he would still be doing this if, even if the, you know, the games were canceled tomorrow. So mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't get that moment at Granite Games in front of his friends and family because he literally lives like 20 or 30 minutes away from the venue, but he gets to experience the CrossFit Games now. And it's still pretty much a hometown crowd because Wisconsin is Minnesota and Minnesota is Wisconsin. So <laughs> some people might get offended. Somebody from that out comment. there. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I am the sorry. Of a thousand lakes is about to come at you with all of their internet trolling. Like the Bay Hive, Taylor Anything, Swift, anything that like literally those states melt together. If you're not on the East Coast, you're probably like, and then like Texas or California, you're probably all like one area conglomerate to me. I feel insulted. I am insulted. <laughs> Oklahoma is Texas. Just because I live in the plains of like, the central U.S. and essentially oh, could Oklahoma be Iowa, Missouri, Nebraska. In the heart of Texas. <laughs> you you want to live in Texas? I just long yeah. to. I want to live Oklahoma anywhere. Oklahoma into Texas. Like, let's just call it what it is. <laughs> All right, right, guys. Let's let's. So we're gonna wrap it up a little bit. So we're gonna do like a kind of like a final thought. So Xander, let's have. Since you're on the top left, let's have you take get your final thoughts and then kind of go all the way around. Okay. Um, so one, it's just like, I don't think we're done with people popping. I think we're still going to see another positive or two tests before the games. Like, I think there's a chance. Um, and it's going to be fun to see, like, I'm more excited to see what happens after the games and how I think there's going to be a lot of athletes changing up their programming again. I think there's like that that's coming. Okay. And okay. the Tia Claire Toomey retirement door. So that'll be fun. Okay. All right, Hannah, you're up. I'm excited for the CrossFit Games. Uh, like, I mean, we kind of mentioned at the beginning of this episode, there's so many rookies coming in. This is, it's like, it's the 2014 CrossFit Games again. So I'm very excited to see what happens. And to be honest, even though there's so many people testing positive for drugs, I mean, this is what's needed to make a change, a positive change in the sport. And, you know, like no one, no one is an advocate for drugs here. So at some point we need this 
light shone on us so we can finally make a change. So, and I just hope that even with all the changes, like throughout the season, like the games are what, you know, are the pinnacle that bring like the community together again. So I'm excited for, you know, what's coming up in the next few weeks. All right. All right, Vic, what you got? Yeah, man. No, I'm, I think everyone knows. Everyone feels the same way here. We're going to see some more tests. Um, what I'm excited, what I think may happen is we're going to get a little more uh, strict on testing. Uh, a lot of athletes out there have uh, spoke their mind about what stricter testing could look like or what they should be looking to do. And I think that's fair. I think that what's being proposed is not outside of the realm of possibility, even with finances uh, being included. But I'm also still excited for the CrossFit Games. Uh, I'm going to be there, so it's my first time going. So we're going to have a, it's going to be a good time. Regardless of the smoke or the clouds around it uh, with, with, the, with these tests, because there are still people out there that are competing that are clean. So I think we need to make sure that we remember that as well, that people are making mistakes, but there's people that aren't making mistakes and they're still doing really well. And that's the real 1% um, that actually deserve to be there. So let's not, let's no not. Profit leaks there. Workouts. What's that? Yes. Don't leak no the workouts. Profit leaks all the workouts. Oh my God. <laughs> all right so my final thoughts obviously we're talking about people popping i think maybe a couple more people are going to pop um we were talking about uh actually Zanny, uh, with with one of your comments about how people in like that are not in the crossfit space don't really understand like how cross crossfit works Exhibit A, my my kipping pull up posts I just posted on Instagram. Uh, it's it's amazing how many people don't really understand what it, what's the difference between a regular pull up and a kipping pull up, and yeah. So, uh, all other than that, you know, um, I do think the CrossFit Games is going to be a great one this year, hopefully, because I know Dave's not going to he's not programming, but at least he may have some say into some of the workouts or maybe some of where the venue is set up and stuff. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. And obviously we'll probably definitely do another podcast before the game starts. So we can kind of ramp up and see what else, you know, what other CrossFit damage, damage control, damage control is CrossFit's doing. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm excited. Their damage control hasn't been great so far this year. So excited to see what they put out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Touch and go, gang. Out. <laughs> uh, uh, such a good time.